Hi, I'm Allison WL, compulsive overeater and bulimic. Um, just gonna name, I feel a little nervous today. I'm also a little cold because we don't have our heat on, so I'm covered in blankets. Um, so uh, today is uh, March 20th, um, higher power, God willing, on March 24th. I will have 14 years of not binging, purging, sugar in the first five ingredients, white flour or alcohol. Um, and that's a one day at a time kind of thing. Um, and also crocheting. And I'm a big crocheter either at the meetings or nervous energy. And it's sometimes I'm always surprised, like, how do I magically have a blanket? And it's like, I do one stitch and I do another stitch and then I do a row and then I turn around and do another row. Like my program in my life is, is just showing up and trying to turn over the results and like not kind of getting too much in the weeds. Um, I'll, I'm going to talk about a book in a second, but I come, I'll just give a little brief story for the, for newcomers. I do not speak for the program. I'm in no way the answer to everything. I'm one person. If you don't hear what you need to hear, please go to more and more meetings. Um, but I come from a family of compulsive readers. I like to, I'm a multi-generational person, um, where my father unfortunately died as a result of this disease. He was 350 pounds in high diabetes. Um, there's stories of my grandmother restricting and eating how she ate and my uncle also having some bulimia and my mom when she is nervous will often like throw up to feel relief so on quote unquote. Um, so in the, the Alcoholics Anonymous big book it says sometimes it you know it happened to us or it was in our genes nature nurture I don't think I really had a chance I think that this is something I was going to inherit it no matter what. Um, but what I do have for today is a program that I use to help me navigate my life. Um, I don't have really major desserts because they don't work for me. I can't do one crunchy sweet thing that comes in a sleeve and not finish the whole sleeve. Like maybe I could get through half or maybe I could have, I could white knuckle it and do a serving size, which is usually two or three of the individual things. But like, I don't need to for today. And by not starting to eat it, I don't get the noise and I feel relief and I get to show up for more of my life. Um, so for today, I have withdrawn from the debate society of me trying to win against certain things. During certain holidays, people can ooh and ah during the dessert period. I go in the kitchen and I clean dishes or I crochet or I find if there's a cat nearby, I will go and pet the cat. I want to not be in the room to hear how amazing the homemade so-and-so is. You know, in the last 14 years, there's been a lot of new products that come out that I don't need to eat. I don't need to eat. Like I just... I could, maybe, my, my husband and my therapist were like, couldn't you have a little? And like, maybe, maybe I could, but I don't wanna play Russian roulette with what I have because what I have today is a whole bunch of relief where I don't, I don't need, I don't need it. You know, I, 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 can, I can wake up today, my breakfast is the same breakfast I've had, you know, for the last, over the last, I, I, I have found the four or five only cereals I found that don't have white flour or sugar in them. So if anyone is interested, I'm happy to share my breakfast treats with you. My mom had a friend who's in a food program and she told me about a cereal I hadn't had. And I was like, oh my God. And I have to measure. I have a measuring cup. I level it and I measure my food in containers. And I have my breakfast and I know what it is. And I have a rough lunch and I have a dinner and like I might have a snack if I need. I try to drink enough water. Um, I try to go to three meetings a week. I call my sponsor. I do my step work. Um, what was really transformative for me was to be honest. I didn't know that I wasn't being honest. 
uh, there's an acronym I heard for denial. Don't even know I'm lying. And that just felt really true for me. Like, I just didn't know that like, no, I'm going back for more. Oh, that doesn't count. I have to tell someone that. No, like anything I put in my body is considered food is something I need to tell another person. About. I don't need to be keeping it quiet. I don't need to be in shame. I just need to share. I need to say like, oh, this is what I'm eating for today. This is my food. And when someone else knows I'm not alone with it, I'm not trying to get away with it. And that just feels like a huge relief. Um, and putting the food down was, was not an easy thing to do because it's, it's a habit. We have habits for a reason. I've been doing something. Um, so the, the, the short, short version was around 9, 10, 11, I got through puberty. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. My grandpa was told he had six months to live. I wasn't making friends. I felt really awkward and I would eat food. I would eat I learned I could buy for another another dollar or two more. I could buy a giant package or something versus an individual serving. So I started doing that and then weight went on. And then I was afraid of being heavy because in my mind, if I'm heavy, I'm not lovable. So I learned about bulimia from an after-school TV special. Not, thank you. That is not the intention of those specials. Um, and then I went, I gained 30 pounds maybe. I went to camp. I lost the weight and learned bulimia. And then the, over the next, from... 12 until 24, 25, I would yo-yo up and down. I would gain 40 or 50 pounds and I would lose it 40 or 50 pounds. I recently um, went to the dermatologist and she made a comment about my underarms. Um, she wasn't sure if it was like a disease. I was like, no, it's just extra skin. And I had to think like I gained and lost not hundreds of pounds, but the 40 pounds means I have a little bit of extra skin, not enough to like, I need surgery, but I'm just aware of it. Like I have stretch marks and like they're on my body and that's okay. Um, but I just, I know for me, if I wasn't working this program, I'm not sure how else I would navigate the feelings I have because I have a lot of feelings. I feel a lot of fear, a lot of discomfort. I feel anger that I don't want to feel. So I'm still learning how to feel anger and feel upset at what people because usually I, I turn it internal. Like there's something I'm not doing. I messed up. I'm the, um, there's something I heard yesterday. I'm not much, but I'm all I think about. I can easily make myself the center of the universe. Um, and it's hard for me to think about other people or what do they need or how can I be of service and get out of my head. When I get out of my head, I can feel like whatever is happening is for a reason versus am I getting my way or my will. Um, and the book I'm going to share on is Seeking the Spiritual Path, which I was not so much into. Um, someone I was in program with suggested it and I like bought it and it sat on my shelf and I did not read it. And about a year ago, my sponsor and I, um, we've gone through the steps. She's like, let's read a book. And we read the big book together. And then we decided to read this. And I was like, not expecting it to be good. Just putting that out there. I was like, ah, it's just a bunch of stories. Like I don't need a bunch of stories. And I've, I've just dog-eared a few of them. And my sponsor and I, um, Every week we read like two of them, unless they're really short, we read three of them. Cause at least for me, reading three is too many to remember, but two is like portion sized enough. Cause in case one's not good, at least one of the two will be okay. Um, and I'm just gonna read you a couple of things I've underlined from them that I thought were kind of interesting. Um, page 33, putting things in perspective. Um, I came to, into OA to feel good. And of course I thought that losing weight would help me feel good. I know of no one who says, I feel good. I think I will change. No, we all feel bad about ourselves and our lives. And that is why we are willing to change. We all believe that by losing weight, we will feel better. 
Yet one of the saddest days of my life was when I reached my goal weight and realized that nothing had changed except my weight. I was still the same person I'd always been, and I would always find something to justify feeling bad. If not the weight, then something else. I was addicted to feeling bad, and I used my weight to justify that feeling. Um, another part of this is with cancer, she later on had cancer, as with my disease of compulsive eating, I must do the footwork and leave the results to God. Since I've learned to live one day at a time through a way, those words now take on a different meaning. A little farther on, I am no longer in charge of the results of my life, only what footwork footsteps I take. So I pass this message on to my OA friends, new and old. No human power can relieve our disease, but God can and will if he is sought. The way we seek his help is by giving to others. I give to others my desire to live, and to that end, I will live. How well and how long I live is God's choice, not mine. And then another one, Talking to Higher Power, page 84. I had lost faith in myself, program in the world, but I kept on talking because I didn't want to lose the life I had earned and get, been given in program. And then this person said, I shut my eyes and poured forth a string of heartfelt pleas to higher power. Please don't let me fall back into that black pit of compulsive binging and purging. I prayed for the strength to believe, even as I admitted my disbelief and kept chanting inside my head, I believe in the one who believes in me. I prayed until the pain and fear and craving left me. I realized now that higher power was always speaking to me, but I couldn't hear him until I began speaking with all my heart and willingness, even if the amount of willingness could not fill a symbol at that moment. I don't follow the program perfectly. I don't have all the answers. I still have character defects and pain in my life, but I also have a joy and contentment that were never open to me in my obsession. As long as I keep talking to my higher power in whatever manner and with as much faith as possible, only asking for the strength to do his will for me one day at a time, I will hear him. Five minutes to go. Thank you. I've always had kind of not 100% challenge, but I've, I was raised Jewish and my dad died and it'll be, it'll be 17 years in October. And I always felt like God took my dad from me. So my idea of a higher power, this is just what it is, is from um, the Muppets, Fraggle Rock, there's a character uh, in the background called Mother Earth, and it's a pile of trash. And she's a pile of trash, but when you need her, she pops up and she talks to you and she gives you wisdom. And that, as simple as that might be, is my higher power. I need my higher power to be this like imperfect, loving, squishy, almost stuffed animal type thing that I can turn to and is not vengeful and judging and gonna tell me I'm doing things wrong. I need it to be just a giant squishy hug of love. And my, my sponsor always describes higher powers energy as like electricity, like it's there, but I have to be willing to plug into it. If I don't plug in the outlet, I can't receive it. So I don't wanna say I struggle, but I think I do. I, I have moments where like, I don't wanna ask higher power for help. I don't wanna have willingness for like, what does higher power have for me? Because like, what if it's really, really hard? <laughs> like, what if it is? 
you know? Um, and in my life, I've had, in the past 14 years, I put down the food. I've changed several jobs and, and careers. I've gone on many, many dates. And um, they say in the program, you can use this principle in all your affairs. I would use program to help me know how to date. Like what, what base I was going to, did I want to go on another date with someone? Like bringing my higher power in was like this weird concept. But I was like, all right, higher power, let me know if I want to see this person one more time. Not the rest of my life, not what are our grandkids going to be named, not where we're we going to honeymoon, like one more date. I want to see this person one more time. And it's like with food, can I just finish this one meal? There'll be more food next week, tomorrow, in the future. I don't have to figure out all of my food for today, but can I finish this one meal? And I was able to date and get my heart broken and get married and plan a wedding and like have my husband feed me a strawberry because I had a lot of attachment to like the dessert items in a, in a wedding. Um, and my mom, excuse me, my mom moved to San Francisco. She's had some health issues and I'm working my program now to deal with my mom. She doesn't fully have dementia, but there's like, there's like little tinkerings of it. And my husband shared this, this little list with me that says, don't tell the person you're wrong or don't you remember. Use other phrase for someone who's going, having some mental challenges. You say like, oh, like, let's try this and like redirecting. And I need my higher power to help me be loving, kind, and gentle to my mom. Because right now in my life, she's like the one person where I just want to smack her hand. And like, anytime she makes a mistake or has a stain on something, like, I want to be the one to point it out to her because I have a lot of anger and a lot of just disappointment that I don't have the life I want or that she's not the way I want her to be or that I have to be the adult as I'm almost 39 next week. I'm 39. I don't have to be the child, but like, I feel like I have to be my mom's parent. And that for today is what my higher power needs me to do. She came over on Friday and I spent an hour with her and I helped her do her taxes and I was able to be of service. And for today, I'm like, what can I do to be of service to her? And I pray there's this amazing restraint of pen and tongue. I pray for restraint of pen and tongue to not be the smart ass and to not be the person who has to tell everyone else they're wrong because I'm so right. Like, can you help me be just another person on the bus who doesn't have the answer? Because the moment I do, it's my ego and it's my pride and it's my lack of humility because I don't know the answer. I don't. And my, my fear is that if I don't, and no one will like me and I won't be okay. And I'm not going to be all of these things, you know, and I, and I want outside approval and affirmation that like, Ooh, 14 years, that means I've arrived, right? No, today is Sunday, just like, or yeah, it's still Sunday for everyone. No one's Monday, but like, all I have is tonight. We all have to just get through Sunday. No one has to worry about Monday, Tuesday, next week, next month. It's can we get through today? I've got two more meals. I need to have a bunch more water. I need to not throw up. I need to not be mean to my mom. If I have willingness, I want to play with my nephews and my cousins and have them jump on top of me. And like, that's okay. And like, can I be of service? Can I be a person who has moderation in most things? And Allison, time. Thank you. I actually weigh and measure how much my TV intake because that can get a little excessive. And there's other things in my life and my, um, some of my phone app usages are things I also use for other aspects of my life. Um, but thank you all for being here. And I really appreciate everyone showing up for today.